What up, homies? Season two, episode two. I got some more questions from y'all, and I really want to make sure that you guys are asking me questions again. So info at jacksonwilkie.com. That's W-I-L-K-E-Y. We're still taking any question that you have, but let's start focusing, you know, on just getting better on video, making better videos. So, but I don't care. Whatever questions you have, I will answer Today we get a question in, um, really, and it's about establishing hooks and click-through rates, and so this is something that I really want to dive into to help you guys. Um, you know, like I mentioned last episode, things are getting a little bit more competitive, and I was just speaking at an event. Uh, I just got back home from it, you know, and that's something that people are bringing up a lot more. Is oh my gosh, there's, you know, so many other people doing this now. You know, am I screwed? So we'll really dive into all that. I'm going to whistle at my dog real quick. Come on, baby. So the question comes in from Emily. And it says, hi, Jackson. I wonder if you could talk about hooks for my videos. I have been using the daily junk mail topics, and that is a fantastic idea starter. I am just not clear on how to start off the video. Sometimes I feel like I should be appearing on the screen uh, talking head style, letting them know what the topic of the video is going to be. Other times, I try a video montage with lots of clips from other videos where I am out and about. Right now, it is winter, so I'm not getting outside for new footage very much. Mostly, I am at my home office or in front of a green screen. I want the video to look good and catch their interest when they first click on it. I also want the thumbnail to look good when they hover over it and see the GIF that shows different scenes from the video. Some of my videos have uh, as much as... 8 to 9% click-through rate, and most of them are below 5. Keep the podcast coming. I will ask more questions if you want. So there's a few things that we got to dive into there. That's a lot of questions, and that is honestly, it's a great question. I love everything that you guys send me because there is no dumb questions. That's an old saying, right? But it, it truly, you know, is what a lot of people are thinking. Here's the thing that you're asking me, though, from a 10,000-foot view is, how do I become the absolute perfect YouTuber on planet Earth? And so it's almost, you can't do that. I can't sit here and tell you to do this exactly, do that exactly, and you're going to just never have a mess up, right? I was up on stage talking, and, and you know, there was a lot of people up there, and we're talking about all these social media platforms, and you know, some of the agents who'd had a lot of success, they're just talking about you know, just so many attempts, so many reps, so many things that they did wrong, and, and that's what I really honed in on you know, was just the, the trials and tribulations. When I answer all your guys' questions here today, it's, or not today, but in general, it's because of, of the failures, right? So I understand we want to ask these, and it's, it's a great question, so I don't want you never to ask these. The point that I'm trying to get across is, you know, some of this, Emily, and for you guys is, holy crap, you guys got to just start uploading videos, upload videos, upload videos, upload videos, upload videos, just continue to upload and upload and upload, right? You may see, and I'll be honest, like some of my channels, I've dipped down a little bit, one or two here and there a week, and it's because I'm getting to a point to where I'm trying to perfect what I've done, but I know what people like and what my what makes my channel strive now, and I'm trying to, you know, increase that, right? I'm trying to make that better. So what's my saying, right? 2010 ATS, you, got, you know, that's how we really discover things, so let's let's break this down like in detail right let's go through each section 
Um, can you talk about hooks for my videos? I've been using the daily jump, right? So then she says, I'm not clear how to start. Sometimes talking heads, sometimes a montage. All right, so if you're doing this, this means that you have videos uploaded, right? That means that you can answer this yourself. And what I'll do is teach you how. You've got to start analyzing each video individually, right? This is what we're doing constantly. I was just up in my office today looking at some videos and, and it had three little dips in it, right? Little drops, boom, boom, boom. And I hovered my mouse over that. So when you go to that video, that individual video and it's analytics, it'll show you the retention chart down below. And when you see those little teeny spikes, I, I clicked on all three of those and said, what the hell is going on? It's not a huge spike down, but it was one. So it tells me what it may be, right? And one of the spikes was like, I'd just been kind of talking and, and it'd been, you know, over a minute of me and nothing, you know, no, no B-roll or anything. And I think it just kind of got to a point to where I had been talking too long. So I recognize that and I'm going to eliminate that. Another one, I was talking about Houston in the map and I was talking about this new section of the 99 tollway, which you guys have no idea, but if you saw the map, but I was talking about this east side of it where there's really no suburbs, there's no cities, there's nothing going on over there. And I was just telling the story about how I was driving it the other day and how cool it is. And I saw a big drop off there. So right there, I, you know, people are on the verge of leaving your video all the time and your job is keeping them on there, right? Like they're like, oh my God, I gotta go. I, sh I should stop, but I can't stop watching. Holy crap, you know? But when you start carrying on and talking and, and then you lose their interest, boom, they're, they're gone. So. I noticed, I'm like, well, I just don't ever need to talk about that section of the 99 anymore. I lost part of my audience. You know what I mean? So when you're doing your hooks, right, just watch it, right? Out of the gate, everybody's video has this straight down vert ramp, right? It just goes down, 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 down. And it's how quickly can you stop that, right? It's like putting a tourniquet on your, on your video. Like how quickly can you apply that pressure and stop the bleeding? And that's what you have to focus on because yes, YouTube is recommending your video out there to thousands of people. I have a video that I released last Saturday or Saturday morning and it is now Tuesday morning. So it's, you know, about what, three days into it and it's already had 34,000 impressions. It's just chugging along, right? So I was just really monitoring this video and it's got super high engagement and I'm trying to make it better, right? And so those are the few things that I'm noticing right out of the gate is I've got to stop that, that bleeding as quick as I possibly can. So what you, you got to do is look, okay, every time I do a montage of videos, is it stopping that bleeding a little bit quicker? Is it prolonging it? Or maybe it's stopping it quickly and it's doing amazing. And then after that, there's this massive dip where you do jump on and then you sit there and you talk for a minute, a minute and a half. I have a really big problem with this on channel junkies because everything that I teach you guys is so story form. It's all from, I'll get on and do an intro and I'll be a minute and a half, two minutes in and I haven't taught you guys shit. So you guys are bouncing, right? And I have to acknowledge that I'm not doing a good job of keeping your attention, even though it's like I'm teaching you everything. Now it's easier with podcasts because typically you guys are in an environment where, you know, you're going for a walk, you're driving, you're whatever, and, and you don't have anywhere else to go, right? But with YouTube, it's like, oh, I'm sitting at my, I'm on my phone or computer or whatever. And, and I have choices. I, I, you know, I have the ability to quickly turn it off. So that's the one thing, you know, my answer to a lot of this is going to be just that, right? Monitoring what, um, 
you know, every aspect of your video does. So Emily, what you need to do is just start looking at all your videos that you've done talking head intros and all your videos that you've done video montage intros and see which one's performing better, right? And sometimes you do a little bit of a mix of both. But um, the one thing that I do know is you've got to put the tourniquet on, you know, and stop that bleeding right away. So you've got to really capture their attention, typically by a good hook, by asking a question, right? Ask your audience the question. Next part of this, um, right now it's winter, so I'm not getting outside much for new footage. Mostly I'm, I am at home, right? I want it to look good. I get this a ton. And that's actually, you know, something that you should be doing is getting outside and showcasing it. Um, I, I won't say the exact city you're in, but you're up in the Northwest. And I had a hard time with this too in Portland. I'm like, oh, it's like, man, it's like gray and kind of rainy today, you know, in the 50s, 40s, you know, it's just not the nicest day. But we would still go out and shoot. And, and believe it or not, the lighting that you get on cloudy days can be really, really good um, and look and look good. But you got to realize that if people are moving to the Northwest, they're pretty aware of the seasons, right? So when I did my North Idaho channel, we would go out in the snow or we talked about the snow all the time. And then once I realized, you know, on the Portland channel that everybody was so excited to move to Portland to be able to see four seasons and to wear a fucking hoodie and like just get out of the freaking 70, 80 degree heat and 100 degree heat every day. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I was like, holy shit. Like that's actually why people are moving here, right? So we fear it because we've lived there. And honestly, I'm so tired of the cold and the rain. That's why I moved away from it because I lived there my whole life. And so everybody asked me, I was just in a cold environment. They're like, how you like in Houston? I'm like, I love it. They're like, isn't it hot? I'm like, shit, yeah, it's hot. But guess what? It gets a hundred something degrees in Idaho too. But you know what I don't deal with? Six months of misery, snow, slush, just gray days. I'm tired of that. And I'm out here doing my walk and talk today. It's January, what, 11th? It's 72 degrees and sunny. You can't beat that shit. I love it, right? So I'll deal with the hot ass summers. I don't care. It doesn't bother me, right? Hot, hot is hot. But I have just gotten to a point to where I am done with cold. I, I don't like it. It makes me angry and, and I like enjoying my life outside. So the funny thing is all the locals here, all the Phoenix people or whatever, they're tired of the sun. They enjoy cold weather. When I talk to a lot of people who moved to North Idaho, they're like, how did you ever leave here? It's just so gorgeous in the winter. And I'm like, <laughs> done it my whole life, homies. I'm just tired of it, right? Everything is new and fresh to them. So you you live in an area, you live in it for a reason, right? Go out and showcase that. Hey, today's January, you know, the Northwest. We actually got a pretty decent day today. These are the days that I love. It, it, it was a little drizzly this morning, but man, it's only 50 degrees. Um, you know, not too cold. We, we still get to go outside, still active. You know, this is the best time for me to go out hiking because it's usually not filled with all the tourists and stuff. It's Everything's wide open. It's my playground. So that's the way that you can leverage it, you know. Uh, next up. This is kind of a three-part question here, and I love it. Again, if you guys haven't yet, make sure you rate this podcast. Go down, write a review. Um, see if you can do it again. New year, new review, right? Always go check everything out at channeljunkies.com uh, for what you know. she talked about, daily junk mail. We're going to have a lot of new courses coming out to help you guys too. So make sure you join the Facebook group. It's free um, so that you know when everything's coming out. And then... 
Some of my videos have eight to nine percent click-through rate. Some have five. Again, I won't go too into detail on this, but I will tell you right now that, I mean, basically every video that I'm dropping, I'm split testing the thumbnail and the title. Uh, I've really been doing a lot of this and not only am I doing it once, but as soon as that test is done, I will run another test or two. Oh, there's a little lizard. Love these little guys. My kids catch these things. I guess they're called ginks or zinks or I don't know what the hell. Little lizards. I can deal with them. Snakes? Nah, I'm, I'm good, homie. Um, but just that's the thing is, is I'm getting obsessed about these click-through rates. And really 5% is I've found that, you know, it's so hard to get these click-through rates up. I've been doing a lot of different style thumbnails lately for some of my channels. And they're getting increased, you know, where I'm just showing like me giving a presentation. I don't know. It just works. Um, but you got to really just start monitoring those analytics every single day. You know, now you know what your click-through rates are. But what you have to do is hover over those and see what the hell is it that's making it get 9%. And I did this with one of our EXP partners because that's who I do, you know, help coach up. She reached out. Hey, Jackson, got my 20 videos. I said, boom, let's jump on a call. So we did. She had great videos, great retention rates. Her click-through rates were just atrocious. And I told her that because that's what we want to do. We want to get better. So I did a deep dive, and she immediately is like, okay, is it thumbnails? What do I change in the thumbnails? And I'm hovering. I'm doing the analytic. I'm doing the research. I'm looking. I'm like, okay, thumbnails aren't the best, but there's something different here. And I noticed it was her titles. All her titles where she did a certain thing got terrible click-through rates. And then all of a sudden... She had these three videos that all were like 9 to 11% click-through rate. And I'm like, do you see? I'm like, I want you to see what it is. And I hovered over all three of them. And I said, why are these getting 9 to 11, 9 to 12% click-through rates? And I would just hover over it. And it shows the title, shows the thumbnail. And I said, you tell me when you find it, right? Boom. All three of them had the same word in this in the title. And it got, you know, 10, 11% click-through rate. The rest of them were all like 1 to 2%, right? I said that that's the things that we got to look at. It's everything with people moving, relocating with, with, you know, more of like the adults, not kid. It really boils down a lot to what that title says. Now you still got to have good thumbnails for sure. And like the, uh, the daily junk mail, people are like, man, some of these titles are, they're looking, you know, some of them are the same. Well, yeah, cause they freaking work. I just told this guy, Hey, look, you've done this video. It's a little different each time, but every time you put that word in that title, look at what happens most views, most click-through rate, best performing. So just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, right? That's why we hammer on those. So you got to start looking and cross-examining thumbnails, titles, uh, you know, how long the video is, retention rate graphs, when they're, when they're dipping, if there's spikes in your videos, upwards, right? Good ones, double down on that shit. Just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, right? Now when there's five, six, seven, eight, 10, 15 other agents in your market and they're just kind of uploading videos to upload it, you're getting better, right? You're listening to the advice of the channel junkies and you're doing the extra step, the extra mile, right? I don't have to produce as many videos as my competitor. I have to produce better videos, right? Mr. Beast doesn't do three videos a day, right? He does one a week or whatever, but they're the best. And all he cares about is retention and click-through rate. That's it. That is what makes up YouTube. So you got to get obsessed with your analytics. This is the stuff that we do on our monthly coaching calls um, at eXp. I know times are getting tough. You know, people's channels, people's businesses are starting to dip. It's all about who you surround yourself with. And that's me in general. We haven't hit the pinnacle. We're surrounding ourselves with people doing crazy big things. And 
and learning from them too. So always shoot me that email, info at jacksonwilkie.com. Hey Jackson, I just want to learn about this partnership. I gotta, I gotta grow my business. It may be a fit, it may not. And also send me your questions. Let's stack up 2023. Uh, anything that you've been thinking, you could see here, those general questions, I was able to get in super deep. So I love all of them. So now go down, rate that podcast and write a review, homies. And until the next walk and talk, we'll catch you later.